Welcome to Simple Pleasures, a podcast about finding the joy in the everyday. Each month I'll be sharing the little things that make me feel good and I'm inviting you along for the ride. Let's make our everydays the most joyful of all. A love letter to the little things. Welcome back to Simple Pleasures. For this month's bonus episode, I wanted to take the time to slow down and share something a little more personal with you. It's a real cosy one, so pop the kettle on and let's get going. This time last year, I had my final session with my therapist, or for now at least. I first started seeing her when I was 23 and fresh out of uni. And since then, I've seen her on and off for nearly 10 years. She has witnessed some of the biggest changes in my life in real time and helped me pick up the pieces of what came before. We spent a lot of our latest time together working through my feelings of inadequacy, particularly around what I want to do with my life and why sometimes I feel like I'm failing at it. By the end, I felt so much more content with where I was and I'd started to focus on what my life felt like rather than looked like from the outside. I'm so grateful to have been able to go to therapy, consistently and for as long as I've needed to. That's not the case for everyone. It's given me the space to work things out in my own time and has allowed me to build the life I want to live, something I wish everybody had access to. I wanted to share what I wrote for her in our last session back in spring, as I've been coming back to it a lot lately, to remind myself of what matters to me in life, and that it's okay if it doesn't quite align with other people's goals or ambitions. When I read these words, I'm reminded of the life I was desperate for as a child. And it wasn't big, shiny things, or a fancy job, or to be the brightest and the best. It was contentment, safety and stability. I wanted calmness and laughter and peace. I wanted something that was mine alone to shape and I wanted to feel part of something and to have a community I could call my own. And sometimes I need to be reminded of that, that what I have is what I've wanted for a long time and it's okay to enjoy it now that it's here and not miss it wishing for whatever's next. So here we go, where I am now. You'll be unsurprised, I hope, that it's a love letter to the little things in life. It's a Thursday morning. In the grand scheme of things, it's just like any other day, but that doesn't make it less magical to me. I wake up in my rented flat, which I have all to myself, with the sunshine streaming through the blinds. I make a cup of tea in my kitchen and watch the people on my street start to go about their daily routines. I open my window and let the bird song in. I notice how the tree in the churchyard opposite me is starting to lose its blossom and watch a pair of magpies continue to build their nest. Before I start work, I decide to go for a run. 
The sun comes and goes as I gently make my way around the park. I visit it nearly every day and have admired it in each season that passes. I nod hello to runners and walkers who I often see and enjoy the feeling of moving my body with care. Back home, I listen to a voice note from my friend as I get ready. I smile as I hear her laugh and think about what she's up to today. I start the process of soft boiling an egg, which I've perfected over the years, whilst I open up my emails and log on to Teams. I work in my coziest clothes, nestled on my sofa with countless cups of tea. It's easy. I notice the stresses washing over me and how calmly I can respond. Soon enough, it's lunchtime and I listen to a podcast while I make myself some food. I take my time in preparing something delicious, savouring each bite before getting some fresh air outside. I walk around my neighbourhood, streets which my ancestors have walked long before me. I think about the church my great-grandparents got married in further down the road and stop to have a quick chat with my building's caretaker on my way home. He asks if I've been anywhere exciting and I say just to the shop and then we comment on the weather and say see you later then. My afternoon is filled with writing and meetings that I let unfurl in front of me. I chat to my colleagues and ask about their weekends. We smile and say thank god it's nearly Friday and I log off at 5. I tidy the flat and take a moment to appreciate my small but much loved home. I put things back where they belong and stop to smile at a tiny photo of me and my mum, propped up on my bookcase next to my degree certificate. I think of Amsterdam and let a huge grin spread across my face. My girlfriend messages me and says she'll be in town in the next half an hour. She tells me she's missed me and asks what I fancy for tea. I think about that whilst I get ready to leave already knowing the answer will be the tapas bar down the street from me, our favourite local haunt. As I walk there, I think about how happy I am now that spring is here and that the nights are so much longer. I feel thankful that the winter is behind us and summer, with long warm days, stretches out before me. I think of Brighton, my former home, and hope the sun is attempting to shine there too. I drop my old housemate Lucy a quick text to ask her. She immediately texts back to tell me it's sunny but windy, of course, with a photo of Hove Seafront from her morning run. Over dinner, we talk about our days and make plans for the weekend. Rach asks me about how my meeting went that I'd forgot I'd mentioned. I ask about her family and when we're seeing her niece next. She shows me a video of her singing along to the Lion King from earlier today. We laugh and agree that she's the cutest two-year-old we both know. She holds my hand on the way home and gives it a squeeze as I tell her my grandma's birthday is on Saturday. She would have been 95 years old. At home, we make cups of tea and almost fall asleep doing a crossword. It's warm enough now to sleep with the windows open and I listen to the church clock chime on the hour and hear people come and go from my building. I think about the community I'm surrounded by. 
my phone buzzes with a text from Phoebe of a photo of our family dog Paddy. I think about the community I've created. Rachel's arms hold me softly and I feel her fall asleep with her head rested on my back. I think about the future I've fought for and the love I've waited to feel. I bat my eyelids closed and before I know it, I'm asleep too, content, warm and held. An ordinary Thursday, nothing special on paper, except that it is special in every way, ordinary and wonderful, a life I've carved out for myself. That's where I am now. I'd like to invite you to spend a couple of minutes reflecting on where you are now. What does an ordinary Thursday look like for you? Perhaps it's your one evening to yourself or the day where you meet a friend for a lunchtime walk. Maybe it's when you visit the library and pick up a new book or your favourite podcast or TV show is released. Try and mentally go through the day and as you do, reflect on the every joy that's already there. Sometimes if I struggle with this way of thinking, then I find it useful to think back to teenage me. What elements of your day-to-day would teenage you find incredible? Jot them down and it might just help you to see your day a little more joyfully. Give it a go and let me know how you get on. You can find me on Instagram at It's The Simple Pleasures or you can drop me an email at thesimplepleasurespodcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more simple pleasures before the next episode, then you can find me on Instagram at It's The Simple Pleasures, where I share my day-to-day, everyday joys, from hot, buttery toast to having a chat in the supermarket. Hope to see you there. Until next time.